I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. I want to talk to you today about the relationship of goals and vision. This is really important because I got to tell you, um, I'm in the midst of reviewing some really old footage I, that I shot for the certification program, and, and there was some point that I came up with that was, it was so profound, and it really, I, it, I can't believe I haven't spoken about this with you guys ever. And it really you know, it has to do with, of, of what happened to goals. Like, what went wrong? Like, you know, just so you understand that before 1960, no one ever spoke about goals. It was, it was not even in like the vernacular. You know, maybe there was a very small pocket of people who, who had read Thinking Grow Rich, but it was no, in no way the mainstream that people would say, I'm a goal-oriented person. It was far outside of the mainstream, right? It wasn't part of the vernacular. What happened was in, in 1959 or 60, there was a, a record, an actual vinyl record released by a guy named Earl Nightingale called The Greatest Secret. And it was this incredibly profound um, recording he made. And it's basically this booming voice. And it actually paved the way for the company Nightingale Conant, which makes all these self-help tapes. But what it was basically was that, you know, he talked about like that you are what you think about. And he took some of Napoleon Hill's teachings and he just was very charismatic. And it was just a great way of explaining stuff that you are what you think about. And, and then the cornerstone point he made was that there was a study in Yale University that in 1940 of the entire graduating class, only 5% of the graduating class of Yale had set goals. And those 5% had outperformed the, all the rest of the 95% combined. And that was the thesis that started us the greatest secret that you know, you're become a goal-oriented person to you are what you think about. And it was like, well, people were like, wow. I mean, the 5% outperformed the rest. Well, as it turned out, it was bullshit. It wasn't true. It was one of those like folklore. It never actually happened. There was no study. It was just, it wasn't true, right? But the interesting thing was is that it started this whole, you know, trend towards goal setting and, and, and you know, uh, empowered thinking and, and hurrah, it was a great thing. And through the 60s and 70s, it became this big explosion of a new way of thinking and it led to the self-development movement in the 80s and so forth, Dr. Bandler and NLP, right? But here's what happened. Like anything else, you know, like the, the power of something and the idea is in the language. Like, you know, goal. It was this power. Fuck, I'm a goal setter. I'm a goal-oriented person. Well, what happened was is over the years, that has lost its power entirely. Everyone's a fucking goal setter. Everyone, yeah, I say fucking goals on, you know, if you look at any resume, goal-oriented, you know, achiever. It's, it's fucking nonsense. It basically became a buzzword for mediocrity. People set goals, they don't take them seriously, they hardly ever try to enforce them, they don't set goals the right way, and the whole idea of being a goal-oriented person is like a passport to nothing. It doesn't mean, it's not, it doesn't matter anymore, right? The, the modern way, the effective way of really understanding the importance of goals, because goals are fucking crucial, you have to have goals. But the only way your goals have power is if there's a vision for your future that sits atop the goals. In other words, you're back in the day, when someone set a goal, it was like there was an emotional investment. It was almost like your goal was almost like your vision. And back in the days of early, early days of Earl Nightingale, it was almost like a goal was almost like your vision for the future. It wasn't like the way we think of goals now is a beginning date, an end date, there's weekly goals, monthly goals, the annual, right? It was very different. Like it was a big deal. 
and had this emotional, visceral connection to go out and achieve what we wanted. Our goal was to live a certain type of life. And that's really more of a vision. Nowadays, we talk about empowered thinking. It's really about vision. To have a vision for your future that truly makes you jump out of bed in the morning and sees every day. And then what happens is that, that vision is far off. It's like three to five years out in the future. And what happens is if you try to just focus on something that's so distant, it's very difficult to sort of make it real in your life every day. So what we do and the way this starts to really make sense is we connect ourselves to our vision, the big V up here. We connect ourselves to a series of goals. So imagine, watch, this is where you are. This is where you are today. Your vision represents where you want to be at three years or five, three to five years from now, right? That's your vision. So what your goals are, are these little signposts, stopping off points along the way. They're almost like directional mechanisms that tell you, am I headed in the right direction or am I headed in the wrong direction in terms of my future? Listen, when you look at your goals, your daily goals, your weekly goals, your quarterly, your annual, right? They all must connect up not in a straight line, but they connect up to this vision. It, the pathway to achieving your vision is through not the achievement of your goals. It's not through achieving your goals. It's by actually setting robust goals and very often not achieving them. In other words, setting your goals slightly above what you think you're capable of, not creating goals that are nonsensical. You can't, if you create a nonsensical, like, all right, Next year, I'm going to make a billion dollars. That's not even if that's a nonsense to me. But to say next year, I'll make 25 million, it's very achievable for me, right? So very, probably I'll make more than that. The point is, is that if you set a goal too high, it has no power because your brain says bullshit. But if you set a goal too low, and that's what most people do, you're fucked. Because the enemy of great is what? Okay, it's good. It's average. Average is the enemy of great. Because what happens is with most people is the impetus to change and grow and take action comes from pain. And if you're feeling good, there's no point in trying. I'm feeling okay. Why should I change? So what happens with most people is they don't ever achieve their vision is because they have goals that are basically impotent. They're flawed. They're not robust enough. They don't cause a person to stretch themselves. And through these series of stretches, sometimes you hit a goal. Most of the time you don't. But the, what, the part of goal setting that's so important is that part of this is like taking massive, I don't know all about, that's a whole different aspect, setting goals. But the point is one part of setting goals is you take massive action and analyze your results. And you see what's working and what's not, and then you change your approach based on what's not working. So what these goals allow you, they're like, okay, um, I lo was looking to do X, and there's like these, these 20 things that will help connect me to my vision, right? throughout these things, achievements, right? And then you have these other shorter-term goals that sort of get you to the, even to those points. Well, the directional mechanisms, they tell you how far off, am I heading in the right direction or the wrong direction? Do I have to pivot this way, that way? A slight pivot or a major pivot? If you set your goals too low, guess what? You never pivot. You just go nowhere. You slowly end up settling into a life of mediocrity and averageism. That's what most people do. Versus setting these really robust goals, they stress themselves, stretch, 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 stretch themselves, and sometimes they achieve them, and they feel good about that, but their emotional investments in their vision, most of the times they don't, but the intelligence they gather 
by not achieving in terms of what was not working, what was working, allows them to try again, to change their approach and do the same thing again. And slowly but surely through this process of achievement and non-achievement, but stretch, 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 you end up getting on this fucking roll that takes you to your vision. That's the way this really works in the real world. Goals by themselves have no power. Your emotional investment is in your vision. Every human being, and this you've heard me say, every human being is thirsty for a vision. Seriously, every human being wants one, and so few people have one. So what do they do? Well, they'll end up gravitating towards someone else who has a vision, and they'll buy into someone else's vision to help them achieve it. That's what ends up happening in the real world. So the question I have for you is, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a chief or an Indian? The chief is the visionary. The Indian is the one that follows the vision. And let me tell you something, there's nothing, by the way, there's, there is some fucking really wealthy Indians out there. Just make sure that if you're buying into someone else's vision, that that vision also has a pathway for you to live an amazing life yourself. There's nothing, I have a lot, I, my, my company, we have a vision, it's, it's a vision I had, we're all part of it, and it's a vision that, that, that will empower everyone. There's nothing wrong with that. What I'm saying is don't go through life without a vision that will empower you as well. Make sure at the end of the day, if you're working in a job, you're out there that if you put the time in, you're going to get the result, you get paid correctly, you have advancement, that's the key. And if you're an entrepreneur, it's pretty obvious what you do, okay? Love you all. Again, set your goals, but remember, stretch yourself. Don't worry about whether you hit them or not. They just use them as intelligence gathering tools, directional finders to show you whether you're heading in the right direction or the wrong direction. And remember, this road to success, you know what it's paved with? Success.